brand. Sound quality's great. Doing it the old-fashioned way. Doesn't even sound like it's coming off of a phone at all. Doing it the old-fashioned way. Hold the phone Sounds up to really the microphone. Good. Sounds really good, man. Uh, hey, everybody. It's time for Action Features. Don't you think we should figure out our sound issues? Is, like, there, is it time? Fix them? Yeah, I mean, should we try and do a good job? Or no? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. I don't think we need to. I mean, hey, if you stuck with this this long, you know what kind of quality you should expect. It's not going to get any better. You know we're running into the ground. Uh, so, um, this is a, this is a crazy episode, I think. This is a crazy idea for an episode. Mike and I were sitting here at the at, at work, and the water you had moved some stuff out of your old office. Yeah. The front and the Water World board game was there, and it was sitting there, and we said, "Hey, we should just uh, just we should just play it on the podcast. We should just play this board game as a podcast episode." <laughs> So for this episode, we are going to play the um, Milton Bradley Waterworld game and talk about and the movie, talk about the movie Waterworld and other various current goings on. Yeah, you may have come here thinking you were going to get an Avengers in-game like review episode. I've seen it. You haven't seen it. You're not going to get that. Who's You're going to get two grown men playing a 1995 board game for the yeah. first time and talking about the epic that was Kevin Costner's. Waterworld. That's why I tune in. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. All right. So if you don't like that, then it's hey. too bad. If you have the home version of the Waterworld board game. Which is the only version. Which is the only version. Uh, feel free to play along. This is, uh, this. now you said you tried to play this once. Well, as you can see, none of the pieces have been. Yeah, so you didn't try very busted hard. Busted out. So I, I started looking <laughs> at the, I looked at the board. I browse the instructions briefly and i said no no i'm not playing that i'm not gonna do this all right so i read the instructions today while i was picking up the boys and so let's do this first okay so you assembled the compass already well do you have some um news you want to talk about well hang on i I do want to get everything set up okay so did you assemble this correctly because it says you have to you don't get to see the tattoo side and you got to make sure this not okay yeah you got it you got everything right i believe i got it and you got these upside down did you read the instructions somehow no, I just looked on the back of the box. I looked oh, at the pictures. Oh, wow. Okay, so we need all of these, though. So you, you can't just look cats. at the pictures. I do need all these discs. You need, you need all of them? I need all the discs. Um, and then we don't want trimarians with sails. Oh, We can't have shoot. sail trimarians. Okay. Uh, okay, so, so there, there are two game pieces. They're, they're player pieces. Yeah. The trimaran with the full sail and the trimaran with the egg beater sail uh, before it transforms. So we're going to talk about those details later. Uh, when we talk about the movie, I did see Endgame. I'm going to say this real quick. Is uh, let's talk about the things. Yeah, like you, like you were saying, let's talk about the things we need to talk about real quick. I'm here to talk one thing. Waterworld. Waterworld is it. You don't have anything else you want to talk about at all? Not really. Okay. Well, um, I did see Endgame. I did enjoy myself. I think that the people that are saying it's the be all end all of comic films are crazy. Um, there's a lot of problems with it. There's a lot of plot problems. Um, there's some characters that I think the treatment of them was. Awful. I think that the ending they gave to some characters was also completely against that character. And uh, yeah, I, I I'm looking forward to a time where you've seen it too, because it's impossible to talk about the movie without spoiling stuff. And we're a little close to the film being out still for us to talk about on the episode. I think. Yeah. They said that the ban for spoilers was May sixth or something, and that's that's only like a week after the movie comes out. What a spoiler ban. Yeah. And I, I think it's still a little soon. Not everybody can make it the first week. Hey, they're trying to get people to make they're it trying, the first week. They're trying. Uh, so yeah, 
Not as good as Infinity War. Not as well-rounded as Infinity War, in my opinion. That's okay. my, my opinion, too. I don't know if there's much else that I have to talk about. I didn't write anything down because I was so prepared to just play Waterworld. That's what we're here for, And man. talk this about Waterworld. This is it. All right, let's... let's you want to keep just going? Oh, shoot. Do this Waterworld? Yeah, let's Okay, here. so here's how we... Okay, so you've already assembled the D's tanker, right? Now, in case you haven't seen Waterworld, the D's tanker is... Oh, should we just talk about... Should we get into talking about the movie? Okay, we'll lay out the movie first. And then try to so, and try, try work, work into, into this board game. game. Okay, I got you. I okay, you. so uh, I'm sure that just about everybody listening has seen Waterworld. Multiple times, recently. At least once. If you haven't seen it before... Um, see it again. See, now we always talk about movies that we absolutely love on this show, and I love to do that. Yeah. This is, a, this is different in that I think there's... Valid criticisms, and so uh, I don't, you know, I don't have a blind uh, affinity for this movie. Although I do have an affinity for the movie. Yeah. So it's 1995. Uh, Rob uh, Robin Hood had already been out. Kevin Costner was on top of the world. Dances with Wolves was Dances with Wolves was out. That was huge. So he had two big ones. He was the new man. Yeah. Kevin Costner was the man. He was the man. And what's he going to do? Hey. He's going to live in a water world. I'm going to live in a water world. That. Okay, so the uh, apparently this is based on a screenplay that was written in 87, 80, uh, 86. So that tells you how long. It's almost 10 years of a, you know, from a screenplay being written and then the world getting to a point, I think, yeah. where in the 90s it was like all the environmental stuff was starting to become popular and so it just had to wait for its right time and then here it is. And then it's like, let's... They, they thought that it was going to be so... Big. Yeah. They did put all of their eggs in one basket. Yeah, they thought it was going to be the next Jurassic Park. Like, it was going to be the movie everybody was talking about. It was everywhere, and it was like a huge blockbuster. And, you know, it was a time, though, those mid-90s, where it was like studios were putting everything they had in the, this one movie that I thought was going to be this giant monster. Yeah. Huge budgets. Yeah. And that it was just going to make so much money. It was going to be Independence Day. It was going to be this. It was yeah. going to be that. Um, and this one had the biggest budget of all of them yeah. up to that point. $175 million was the was what it wound up being. It was supposed to be $100 million at first, and then it was $175 million. And then after all said and done and everything, it was uh, $235 million. Which back then was an insane amount of money yeah. to spend on the For marketing and everything. And what's funny is, even though there's all this stuff, I don't remember a whole lot of I don't either. marketing going on for it. I remember a lot of ads. But I don't remember anything like that was not out of the ordinary for a big movie, though. Right. You know that it right. felt like it was just as. I mean, they're going to spend that anyway, but yeah. But what was there? Was no tie-ins for like kids' meals or anything yeah, like that. There wasn't. Any, it was, it was kind of an adult yeah. movie, really. It was. It, it was borderline rated R. Yeah. Um. Just. I think there's a little bit of language, and there's a butt scene in there, and yeah, just the just it themed. It felt like. This could easily be pushed into a, maybe an, an R. But um, but my personal take, I went and saw this in the theater for some reason when it came out. Yeah. And seeing that on the big screen, there's just this vast water and um, him being, I, I just fell in love with the Trimare and his boat. It's a tri-haul uh, sailboat yeah. that I, I just, I was in love with it. There was, there was the shot where he's up on the, in the crow's nest and he's shooting at the plane with the harpoon gun. Yeah. And, um, 
it catches and it throws him off and it's an overhead shot of him falling off of that uh off that crow's nest yeah. into the water and it's it's probably 70 i don't know what it's probably not 70 feet it's probably 50 feet maybe yeah. down and it was just this big epic thing and i just I, I that was maybe the first time i remember in the theater feeling like this is bigger than me there's something bigger than me yeah you know the, the world is bigger than me it was just kind of so for a long time it was a defining moment in your childhood for a long for, <laughs> for a long time Waterworld i considered my favorite movie <laughs> maybe not for a long time for a few years at least i was Waterworld. that's my favorite movie I gotta say, recently rewatching it, I, I watched it when it was out. Yeah, I don't think I saw it at the theater, but I did watch it when, when it was out, like around that time period. And I don't think I watched it, have watched it much since then. Yeah, I think maybe we played it at the shop or something. Yeah. Um, but actually watching it again, I borrowed the DVD from you. It, it people blast it and they say, "Oh, that's a dog. It's a bomb. It's a flop. It's this. It's that." And maybe monetarily it's those things yeah. but the movie itself i don't think is a failure i i watch it and i'm like wow it's really well filmed the the plot isn't the greatest plot in the world but not a lot of movies don't have the greatest plots in the world it's, right. it's a post-apocalyptic thing on water it's like mad max but on boats yeah. um and i i think the acting was decent i thought the it, it held my attention the effects were great the like the settings and the water and all that stuff looked awesome uh yeah i i enjoyed it yeah. i enjoyed watching it again like okay this is this is much better than a lot of the current films i watch yeah you know things that come out currently this is much better than them yeah. it's gross was 88 million uh, here in the u.s is not a lot of money considering that's, they spent all that money and then yeah that's rough uh 264 for worldwide gross but when it came out it was considered a big failure yeah because it did bomb and I don't know why did it. Bother? I really don't know what happened. I don't know what it was up against at the time. I, I haven't looked into it, but it was just, you know, the movie was troubled by most mostly set problems. So when Steven Spielberg made Jaws, Steven Spielberg found out why people don't normally shoot only on water. And so when they shot Waterworld, they said, "Oh, we can shoot on his water. We can shoot on water. Yeah. We'll do a Waterworld." And they went out and they had all kinds of um, issues because of that. They built, they actually built the atoll out on the water. Um, just, just all the complications that come with filming on water. And they had to pick areas that they could sort of have some sort of control, weather-wise, I guess, um, but not be able to see a horizon, not be able to see land. And uh, honestly, I, I don't remember where where they shot, but, um, man, there was, there was, they thought it was going to be the biggest thing. Yeah. Kenner. Kenner had a whole toilet, this, of course. I think of this as being one of Kenner's, there were a couple things that happened right before they got bought out. Yeah. And this was one of the Swing. things that I think they sunk a bunch of money into because they, it was all new molds, yeah. all new sculpts, all new toys. They did a whole toy line. And aside from the few figures that I bought, I don't think anybody else bought that many. And, and it's a shame because looking back at them, they're really good figures. They're really good figures. Yeah. It's they did like the the jet ski things. It, yeah. It packed they, in with the figures and yeah. The Trimaran's really cool. You know, the colors are kind of weird on it a little bit, but still, it's a really cool vehicle. They did once again. Kenner had this thing where they took the you got the real movie 
stuff, but somehow they made it into a kid's toy line where things are a little bit more colorful yeah. than they were in the movie. And you had several, they did the, went the Batman route, you know, and kind of, you had several different Mariners. The Mariner is, is uh, Kevin Costner's character and, and, and the likenesses were really good, you know, for everybody. Yeah, they all looked great. Everybody they did. And it, it just, and they did the board game, obviously. Milton Bradley did it. We're going to play it right now. And there was a video game, too. Yeah. And you know what else I found out was that there was a sequel comic book in 97. I, I just read that on this Yeah. Never knew that. Well, I Not also sure read, I read in this thing that says, uh, it says that eventually when you factored in home video sales and TV broadcast rights, it did become profitable. Yeah. So there was that. And then I, the other thing that I did not know was uh, there were three themed attractions at Universal Studios Hollywood, Universal Studios Singapore, and Universal Studios Japan called Waterworld, a live Sea War spectacular, all of which are still running yeah. as of 2019. Yeah. How is that still running? That's what I wondered when I read it. Because <laughs> I, I believe that this took the spot of Jaws, where Jaws was at Universal. I don't think so. There's no way, right? Did, did it? Did they do? Did they take away Jaws and then build another water, another water themed attraction? You have I mean, Jaws. Jaws has been running for a while. I, I would think that it would have had to overtake it in '95, and Jaws was still around in '95. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I don't think it is. I don't. I don't well, that's a shame. Then that it's is, its I mean, thing. Jaws should be running still. If, if this is running if, still, if Waterworld can can keep going, um, but still, it looks like a pretty neat show. If you ever see online, I think you can uh, look up. The Universal Universal yeah, Waterworld. That's crazy. Ride. And it seemed like I know. I would never in a million years would have thought that there's a Waterworld ride still running somewhere. Right. So Waterworld. So a bunch of people are going to Universal Studios, going on the Waterworld ride, and then forgetting completely about this movie or that. It they probably don't even know that there was a movie. They it's, just think it's the Waterworld yeah. ride. They just they it's think on, of there's water. If they hear that there's a Waterworld movie, yeah. they probably like, oh, is that based on the ride? Did they base it on the ride? Did they base it on the ride. No, they didn't base it on the ride. Hmm. It's a heck of a ride. I tell you what, after watching the movie too, I thought about like, man, I wouldn't mind picking up a Mariner figure. Exactly. I might pick up one of those. Exactly. It's a pretty cool figure. I do. I have a loose. I have a couple loose ones at home. I, I had think. the Helen prototype. I know. For a little while there. Yeah. That was like a, a holy grail for a little bit, but yeah. I didn't want to spend the money when, you we, spend when money we got it. We did yeah. get it. Didn't we get it in the shop? I don't remember if it was through the shop or not. I think we got the head through the shop. Okay. I know some prototypes came through. I yeah. do I do still have a Mariner um, test shop. I think we got the head through the shop, but I think I got a full figure later oh. on. Somebody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Crazy, man. All yeah. right. So that gives you... So the Waterworld storyline, though, is that the the world is covered in water. Because the polar ice caps melt. And yeah, the but... Water. So apparently most of the people don't know that, though. They just think that... It's all water, and there is land somewhere, like floating in the water. That's the gist of the movie. It feels like because Mariner, he's on his own, and he's yeah. on the he's got the tram and he does his own thing. And there's these little outposts called atolls mm-hmm. where they do trading and stuff, and people live on these little things. Um, and he brings dirt to trade, yeah. like dirt, and they wonder where he gets the dirt from because dirt understand. is a commodity. It's a commodity because they raise they, they yeah. have plants and stuff. And they're using like dead bodies to create dirt. Yeah. Um, so the the dirt is a commodity because you can grow things in it. Think about this. Uh, you don't. I don't know how long time has passed, but there's obviously been some amount of time since the ice yeah. caps melt because there's certain evolutionary. So you um, would grow up just being on water all the time, right? And so dry land, much like. 
this is almost a reversal of uh, in our world. Every ancient culture has a flood narrative, right? Yeah. So at some point there was probably a large flood for in, at least localized or worldwide or whatever. But this is a reversal of that. So you're this it kind of becomes this myth, and they say in the movie, you know, dry land is a myth, and yeah, um, and so that's there's an interesting thing because they do have dirt. And so there might be somebody around who remembered when everything melted and there was land and they passed that to their children. And by the time we get to where it is in the movie, it's kind of this, it, be, it has become legend. Yeah. You know, it's, and so well, n- nobody knows for sure. So the Mariner though, at one point he has to take, he takes Helen down. He shows her where he gets the dirt from. And it's yeah. because, well, the Mariner is like a mutant. He's got webbed feet That's the thing, and he's got, yeah. gills. he's got gills. Yeah. So he can go underwater and go down there for a long period of time. And he shows her the, the cities and stuff that are down there under the water that have all been destroyed because of the melting of the polar ice caps. And so then he digs up some dirt while he's down there and shows her that's where he's getting the dirt from. And then it becomes a revelation to the people that there was the water has now covered the, the land. The yeah. dry land's under the water. But there's still, there's this little girl, Nola, um, and she's with Helen on the one atoll, and she's got this tattoo on her back that is rumored to be the map to dry land. And there's these bad guys known as the smokers. And yeah. they have because they're burning up fossil they're burning fuels. Up fossil fuels. Yeah. They they drive cars around inside their battleship thing. The the ship is the Exxon Valdez, which yeah. notoriously had the the oil spill. Yeah, and the ship somehow floated and, and you know survived and and was populated by a bunch of people who got. And they, they call it the D's. The D's. Yeah, the D's. Run by Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper as the uh, deacon. The deacon. Yeah, and he's awesome. He's like a chewing scenery bad guy. And he's very. He's very fun to watch. He's fun to watch, yeah. So they're going after the Mariner um, because he's got Anola, and they hear about the map, and they want the girl, and so they're chasing down him. And meanwhile, the Mariner is taking Helen and Anola, and they're they're trying to find the dry. He's trying to take them to where the dry land is, even though he doesn't know where the dry land is. He just takes them underwater to that city to show them that where that was. His his belief is actually That's, that the dry land's all gone. Yeah, it's gone. This yeah. is this is the he shows them where it is yeah. because it's underwater. Um, and then Enola gets taken by the smokers and they're going to find out where the map is. There's a big, you know, the Mariner starts to have a heart and likes the girl and they go get the girl and, uh, they read the map on it and it's coordinates. It's upside down and they fly around with this thing with the guy from empty nest and they get to dry land. And basically there was <laughs> a people really... that were living on dry land and they tattooed it on her back and they were dying and they sent her out some, yeah. for some reason, cause they were the only ones left. Yeah. That's where she got picked up. And so they find the dry land. But the mariner is uncomfortable on dry land. So, spoiler warning, he leaves. Yeah. When, and that's the gist in, in my fan fiction sequel, he Which returns. what really bad. He returns to dry land. He returns to dry land. To, to get a Nola. I, I want to see that. I want to see it really bad. I, I, I want to do it as a radio drama. I really, really do. Well, we can we can talk about that. Um, yeah. The, okay, so the premise for the movie, I think, really... when as we're talking about it and you think about it, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. The it's idea, pretty it's idea. pretty cool. The idea that it's, it's not terribly deep, but it's, it, it plays on the, uh, the idea of myth and what people believe versus what they don't believe and, and how people could hold on to, to this belief for some of them, you know, at the, at the atoll that he goes to, um, they're, they've, they've managed to somehow gather enough dirt to make a mud, hole they have a tree growing there and they're recycling their bodies you know they're throwing dead bodies into this this mud pit to you know because it returns to dirt 
eventually, you know, it's a, a stinking. Yeah, oh, you uh, know, it's gross place. But uh, there's there's the religious among the atoll. You know, they they want to kill the mutants, so the mariner has a problem there. And um, Kevin Costner, but I, you know, is, is this is like maybe one of the sillier roles of of his career, but he's, he plays it serious. He's at the height of his, maybe not the peak of his talent, but he, he plays it serious. And so my main problem with the movie is that it's a little bit too long. Yeah. And there's only so many times you can, okay, we're going to get into trouble now. And then there's going to be a big, you know, relief and there's gotta be a battle. And then they go back and forth several times with like, yeah. You know, hitting that emotional beat, and I think it's just a little too long. But all the best parts to me are when he finally gets he gets away from the atoll with uh, Helen and um, Enola on his boat. Yeah, and this is a, this That's is up. this is very much a Western theme where you have the lone drifter. Yeah, who now is kind of saddled with, if you want to say, a, a woman and a young girl, and he's not used to to being in the company of yeah. a woman and a young girl. And, um, and, uh, there's a point at which Helen is offering herself to him for, uh, some kind of, for freedom. I can't remember why she, she offers him so that he will let them stay, let them both stay. Oh, that's right. Cause he was going to yeah. toss them yeah. overboard basically. And, uh, and he doesn't take it, which yeah. I thought was kind of a, an interesting noble thing. And I don't know if it's because he was subconscious about his mutation and he didn't want to pass he it says off. to her later in the movie he says um you didn't want because you didn't want me. you didn't you actually didn't really want, want me. me yeah that's those i mean this are these are like very good yeah. western themes that are playing through this movie and gene triplehorn by the way uh is fine by me yeah. and um <laughs> but uh he does after having the way i'm getting confused the way he plays it yeah, the only is, the only gripe I have about his portrayal is the accent. He gets this oh, weird yeah. accent sometimes, kind of like he did in Robin Hood's The Thief, yeah. where it's like every once in a while he slips into this like like he was trying to like he was trying to do like a weird kind of odd accent, and then they just they move away from it sometimes. And I'm like, yeah, what what is he doing here? Like, is he just trying things out? And then they're like, you know what? We're just, I'm not gonna do that. I don't, anymore. I don't know. Maybe he thought he he shouldn't have an accent. I don't know. You know, Kevin Costner has. A, a way of talking. I mean, he has a pretty strong, yeah. I, I don't know if you would call it a Southern accent necessarily, but he has a little bit of a, a little bit of a draw. Yeah. His, and that's how he talks. And I don't believe he can, he's not an accent guy. No, he's not. And I'm okay with it. It's like they tried out in a couple scenes. But, they're like, you know, this ain't working. Just go yeah. back to talking normal. We'll keep it in the movie, but just go back to your normal. <laughs> we'll keep it, yeah. but <laughs> forget about it. Um, and he, uh, <coughs> I, I just, all that stuff is, which, which is what you would consider downtime in the movie because there's no big action sequences. Yeah. But those are my favorite things about the movie. I think um, she uh, <laughs> after uh, after the the plane circling around and she winds up shooting it with the the harpoon yeah, she gun. Yeah, the harpoon gun. Out on, it's out wrapping on the around the whole trimaran. After he told her not to, I think yeah. he cuts her hair off. He holds her down on the... Yeah, he cuts her and the the, the girl's hair he off. He cuts her hair off, and then Enola comes up and says, uh, yeah. you, you're just mad because... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? I can't remember what she says. You were doing something when you were doing nothing or something like that. Yeah, I you're just remember. mad because she tried to... And he looks at her, and he gives her this look, and then he cuts the scene, and she got and all her hair got chopped all her off, too. And it's, too. Just, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, I would not have cut 
all their beautiful hair off. Not not yeah. not Helen's the kid. I don't care, but yeah, you could leave her, let her have her hair. Uh, I guess uh, that's actually one of the things you have to do in this board game is cut the hair off of Helen. Oh, uh, that sounds fun. Not really. <laughs> but anyway, uh, great moments and and really <coughs> really heartfelt. And Enola, oddly enough, can't swim. Yeah, and they never touch say why living in a water world she can't swim, but she lived on the atoll, and I think she was probably pretty protected she was kind of kept on her yeah. lock and key because she had the tattoo and helen was probably trying to well she grew up on dry land yeah so she wouldn't have been born into water she wasn't born in water yeah so that way she wouldn't have had to learn to swim at first and so then when she sent out yeah. and the people are dying then she just never learned because she lived on dry land and then she went on to become napoleon dynamite's girlfriend she went on to be dead but um yeah just uh she still has the tattoo but Helen comes out and finds her, uh, the mariner, teaching, after he finds out that she can't swim, yeah. he's teaching her how to swim one morning, and the sun's, sun's coming up, and it's kind of a beautiful, it's, it's a nice moment. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, there are, there are real things to latch on to throughout yeah, the movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, Dennis Hopper is... He's great. Is great in it. He's Dennis Hopper, but he sort of provides a little bit of comic relief. Yeah, when he loses um, his eye and he's got the fake eye. Yeah, and they're they're after awful. they're after him and they're running low on oil. You know, they're yeah. using up the reserves. He's like, "You cancel all those tractor pulls yeah. and uh, <laughs> you know all the stuff." They got tons of cigarettes to give out. Well, Where do all these cigarettes come from? I guess they stocked up on the Exxon Valdez. The they other thing is, is that they talk about how everybody's dirty. Everybody's dirty in the movie. Yeah, where's all this dirt coming from? That's on these people. You can wash it off. Water world. Yeah, I don't know. They're really dirty. They're very dirty. I guess yeah. if you live on the D's. I guess if you live on the D's. Everything. The atolls are all dirty. Everything's oh, dirt, covered with rust. Too. They are dirty. They're all dirty people. people. They are dirty people. Uh, and just like Mad Max, they spend a lot of time on costume. You know, using yeah. every every single texture. I think the Mariner has some basketball scraps of basketball um, skin. I didn't know that. Like on the backs of his gloves. Huh. I, you can look, and there's they're textured like. That's pretty cool. Basketball the, stuff like the that. The Mariner is awesome too. Trimarin Everything is, about the Trimarin is awesome. And yeah. the uh, the way he recycles his... He recycles his urine. urine and uh, he's got that plant. He's got a what, tomato it's, plant. It's a lime tree. A it's lime a lime tree. tree which, yeah, he gets a tomato plant later on. I always took that for granted that he just, you know, that's something he got. But, um, you know, sailors used to get scurvy yeah. from not having access to any citrus or anything, vitamin C. And so they would have limes a lot on the ship. So yeah. I thought it was kind of neat. I only found that out recently, but... Huh. In the movie, there oh, yeah. it is. Limes. That's another thing you have to do in this board game is, is capture the limes. He recycles the urine. Yeah, recycle your urine. Everything on that boat. Um, I love the egg beater sail. Yeah. It's just three blades kind of rotating. And it's still, it's you don't understand, but it's providing power because he's got a generator underneath yeah. the hull. And um, he's providing power. And then when he really needs it, he, he sh throws a few levers and the boat transforms and the mass... Yeah, uh, extends and this big sail comes out and he's able to book. It becomes to, a trimaran. It is actually a racing boat and they said it could get up to 30 knots. Whoa. Which is then pretty, they broke it. Pretty good. In the movie it got broken. Yeah, they did break it. That, they I broke was, it. I was upset about that. Yeah, because I would have liked the trimaran to show up in the next film. Um, there's that one guy, he's worked with this guy and uh, a couple other things. Uh, the guy who comes up and he's like, Oh, paper. I've got paper. The trader guy. The trader. Paper. Paper. I've got paper. Oh, and he trades paper. He yeah. trades some maps uh, for half an hour with Helen. But then he didn't get that. Beneath. And, uh, the Mariner's like, nope. Because <laughs> the Mariner's starting to care about her. Yeah. He comes down into the hall. 
He's like, trades off. And he throws him his paper. Yeah. And that guy freaks out on him. And you know... Um, you know that guy's not going to end well? It's not going to end well. He pulls out a knife and you're like, oh, there's going to be... It's going to be something. You don't get to see anything. No. Oh, but I I almost prefer it because because of the way Kevin... Kevbot. Kevbot. Um, get all Kevin's secrets. <laughs> the, way that, the way that he... Uh, he pulls out his bow and knife and he spits his toothpick out. Yeah. And you know it's on. And then it's you just on. you just hear some struggle and then you see the guy come up and yeah, he's all bloody he's been and killed and he's dead. Uh, and then he shows them how to fish, because they they're like, Oh, we need food and he's like, Fine, you want some food? I'll show you. I'll get you some And food. he gets like a giant creature that's that giant. in the water. Using yeah. using himself as bait. Using himself as a bait. Pretty awesome. Alright, you wanna play this? Yeah, let's play it. I mean, we're already at half an hour. I don't know how long a round of this takes. Well, we still have to talk about this. We'll, we'll keep talking we as we play talk. the game. Let's go. All right. So the first time you play, we have to assemble the compass, which we've done. Done. And, and so done. the compass is its a tattoo compass. So the underside oh. is the tattoo, like on Nola's back. Yeah. And the top just says Waterworld. And so when you have this assembled, you do it upside down so that we don't see what the secret location is. Okay. And then... It supposedly will tell you what the secret location is. Okay, I see. Okay, so you've assembled the D's tanker. I see that you've done that. I have. And you've assembled these trimerans with the sails down. I did a good job. Right? You've got them sails down. That's right. right. Uh, You've assembled the atolls. We've got all the discs out. Okay. So, here we go. I don't know where the compass goes. I think the compass is going to go off to the side. It has to. There's this thing. Uh, there's peanut butter cream pies in that. Oh man! So we hold the compass tattoo side down, so no one can see the space location on the other side. Rotate the discs, lining up the top notch with any bottom notch. I'll put it right there. I need the clip so that it stays in one spot. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So now we've clipped it. Oh, cool. We don't know what we don't know what it is. We don't know what that's going to tell us where dry land is. Okay. Are you ready? Okay, so now we have uh, the tokens. Find the dirigible token and set it aside. Because nothing's free in a water Here's world. the dirigible one. We set it aside. And then uh, set it aside face down. Turn the remaining tokens face down. Separate out 11 of them. So we need to do put all these face down. And we got to separate out 11 of these guys. You doing that? Two, three... I got it. 11. Right. How many atolls have we got? This doesn't look like 12 atolls. I didn't assemble all of them. We need all 12 atolls, man. I got to tell you, this board is not big enough for all the stuff that they want you to do. <laughs> all right, so there's 11 here of these tokens? Yeah. All right. So then we got to take this token that says dirigible on it and mix it in with the other tokens that we've now separated. Okay. I don't remember this any atolls in the movie. There was like three atolls in the movie. Uh, yeah, maybe. There's like twelve atolls here. Well, you had the idea that there was maybe more. All right. Now this goes B one. So this is one A. This is one. This is one. This is one. One goes. I'll start putting them in the spots they go while you separate out more of the atolls. Don't worry, I'll B4, put them together. Um, B eight. If you catch B11. Waterworld on TV, chances are that you've seen an extended director's cut that uh, was not available until recently. They did rele- release it in the last, well, it's probably been the last few years now. Um, 
but it has extra footage and I think is longer. I'm not sure it needed to be longer. I, I don't think that anybody looked at Waterworld and said, hey, this would be better if it was longer. Could we get more? But that version does exist, and I kind of, you know. It's not on like a disc or anything like that? No, it is, it is now. Oh, okay. But I remember catching it on TV one time, and I was like, I don't, this scene wasn't in Waterworld because I was, familiar, I was familiar enough with the yeah. movie. J1, J4, J8, and then J11 goes right there once you assemble him. I wonder what Gene Triplehorn is doing right now. Probably playing this game. I would be if I was her. All right. So now we have to fit these things onto the Atolls. Right. So we've got a total of 12 of these guys, and one of them is the dirigible. We don't know which one it is yet. One of these is the dirigible. And you, you just like in a real water world, you wouldn't know what you were going to get when you got to an Atoll. Oh, man. You get to an Atoll, they might have the supplies. They might have... Uh, Anola might be living there. They'll have hardly anything. Have hardly any supplies. They have nothing. And you say, "I'll take them too." And you say, "Take what?" I'll take them shelves. I'll take them shelves. All right. Now we've got the D's nuts right okay. here, and hmm. you place the D's tanker on the F six space. That's right in the center. Right in the center of the right board. There. The D's is right in the middle of everything. You'll sunk my battleship. Trimarian pawns. Each player chooses a Trimarian pawn. Do you want the red or you want the yellow? I'll be yellow. That's okay. Fine. So red goes on A9. So I am right here. No, right here. And you are on yellow, so you're on K3, which is right here. All right. So now we got the cards. Shuffle the cards. They're as good as shuffled. And then deal three face-down cards to each player. So three for me and three for you. Now keep your cards secret from me. Don't tell me what you got. Okay? You guys still interested? Keep it a secret. Don't, don't turn it off yet. I know what's happening. Don't turn it off. Don't turn off the show. You want to know which one of us wins Waterworld, they're, right? They're going to... This is going to be more interesting things coming. This is all the setup. Once we get rolling on the game and we know oh, how to play man. it, then we're going to be talking like crazy about other things. I mean, it's just—it's a matter of fact. It's a fact. All right. Form a face-up draw pile. Face up. Okay. This is going to be the draw pile, right? Can we move this stuff? Move this forward a little bit? Face-up draw pile. That's fine. So you've taken that first one that says guns. This will not be the discard. Put the microphone anywhere. It doesn't matter where it goes. I, right. dropped, I dropped it dropped in the my lap. Okay. So now we've taken the cards, and now these cards have four different things on them. They'll either say Enola, Guns, Rope, or Trimaran Supplies. I hope I get Rope. You need all four of the cards before you can go to the Ds and get the Compass. Okay? Okay. And you get these cards by going to the Atolls. Okay. Or by trading with a fellow player. If you land on the same space I'm on, you can trade with me. Okay, let's hope we cross, okay? if we cross paths. paths. Um, so you have to have all four. If you get a fifth card, if you go somewhere and you have to take a card, you have to discard a card. Two outwaters so meet. four cards, right? Needs to be an exchange. Needs to be an exchange. Has to be. Those are the rules of the water world. So, the object of the game is to get all four supplies, yeah. get to the Ds, and get the compass, find out where the dry land is, and head there. Okay. But only if you have all four of all these four. can you go to the Ds and get what you need. Okay. Okay. I, I will. So, your two-part mission is, first you must collect one each of the cards shown above. Collect a card by moving onto an atoll or onto an opponent's pawn. Next, you must discover the secret location of the dry land space. 
One player with a complete card collection must destroy the Ds to control the compass and discover the secret location. As this player races for the dry land space, opponents try to move onto that player's pawn to sneak a peek at the compass, and the first player with a complete card collection to reach the dry land space wins the game. That's how you can mess with somebody. If, say, I have all four cards, and I've got the compass, and you land on me, well, you can force me to trade out one of my cards. And you'll know the compass thing, and I'll have to somehow get my supplies back. Before I can head to dry land. Good luck to you, sir. Right? I would think that's the way to go. Okay, yeah. Race with the dry If an opponent ends a move on your pawn, you must secretly show the dry land indication of this player. As opponents do this, you may be forced to trade valuable cards. Remember, you need a complete card collection to win. So if I got my four cards and you land on me, and you're like, I'm going to take one of your, tri your Trimaran supplies while I'm here, I'm like, well, I can't go to dry land yet. I got to go back and get Trimaran supplies. And you can go get the, whatever you still need. And how is it you can be forced to trade something? You have to If you land on the same space as me, you get a look at the compass, yeah. and you go, I'm trading you. I get to look at the compass if I land on the same space as you? If, you, if I have the compass. If you have the compass. If I have the compass, yeah. I've got my four cards, and I'm heading to the dry land, okay. and you intercept me and go, I'm going to look at the compass, and while I'm here, I'm also taking your Trimaran supplies, and I'm going to give you this extra Enola card. Now you've got two Enola cards, and you don't have the Trimaran supplies. You're going to have to go somewhere else. Two Outwaters meet. Yeah. An exchange needs to be the made. The exchange needs to be made, just like in the movie. Yeah. Right? Speaking of destroying the Valdez, also one of my favorite parts of the movie is yeah. when uh, he goes, the Mariner fights his way on board, all for Enola, because they, <laughs> they have Enola now, because she's got the yeah. map, uh, which to me, it would have been maybe more beneficial for them to just cut just kill her and cut the map off her back. They could have had it. Yeah. But um, he gets on board. He's got these flares with him. And he goes up. He walks up to him. The whole place is like deserted. Now. All, everybody's moved downstairs and out. And He holds a flare up above the... Uh, the oh, yeah. The tube down to the, uh, down to the oil supply. And he's like, And why should I... You know, he's giving him the business. Why should you I? Crazy you ain't crazy. Yeah, you ain't going to do nothing about her. And he's like, Psh! he lights that thing. And he's holding it up there. He's like, now, now friend, you ain't stupid. Yeah. You're going to. He's like, F you. And just drops it. He just drops it. He's going he's gonna to blow up the he's whole gonna thing. He's going to blow up the whole thing. He doesn't care. And that poor guy that's been stuck down there monitoring the levels. Yeah. This old dude, he's like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I'm going to grab a bottle of water real quick. Here. You better get one before we get into this game. I don't want to get. Waterworld. Yeah, I like Waterworld, yeah. Hey, uh, I got a confession, guys, um, while James isn't here. You know, this thing at Kroger with the quarters? I'm uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I made it back just in time. Okay, good. Okay. All right, let's do this. Let's see what damage so we can do. So, you want to... You wanna, uh, I roll first. Well, hang on. I think it's... Taking turns. It's, it, it, I think it said the person... I guess we're across from each other, so it won't matter. Uh, put the red dice away. Because the red dice are for when I'm the Ds and I'm fighting you. Oh, my goodness. You roll one die. Oh, here's another thing. Well, how do you become the Ds? Here's another thing. At one point, only one time in the game, can you put your sails up? That's if you put your sails up, you use both die. Right? Okay. Because you're going faster. Because you're going faster. Yeah. Now, 
don't be too hasty to add sales to Trimera because you may need the extra speed near the end of the game. Okay. You lose your sales when an opponent ends a move on your pawn. So you can you can put your sails on, but if I get up to you and I land on you, your sails are gone, dude, yeah. and you can't use them again the rest of the game. Oh, I don't want to do Back that. Back down to one die. I don't want to do. I don't want to waste them. You don't want to waste them. You know what? I kind of like I kind of like the use of the die as for speed. Yeah, you get an extra one. I kind of like that. Yeah. So when when I when you go to attack the D's, yeah. I play as the D's. I yeah. see. We roll against each other. We use both die, okay. and whoever has the higher roll wins. Okay. So if you high, roll higher than the D's, you get the compass. I can't wait. So let's each roll one of these white die and see who's going first. I got four. I'm you going first. Okay. So I'm rolling a die right now. Now, you can't move diagonally. You have to move to these dots. I see. Right? Yep. And you don't have to use your full turn either. So if I roll I rolled a four, I'm just going to go one, two, three. And I'm going to land on that. On the so now I've landed on an atoll. And here's what happens when you land on an atoll. Go this part. Um, you have to take the chip. So I have to flip the chip over for one thing. I flip the chip over from the top of this atoll, and it says "Smokers Attack." Oh shoot! So now that says "Smokers Attack." Smokers Attack. Do the following: remove the Smokers Attack token and place it face down in the token pile. Okay. Oh, we go. Mix up all the tokens, then choose one token at random and fit it face, now face down on the atoll. Leave your pawn on the atoll after I put the token back on. Okay. The D's has not been destroyed yet, so my turn no. continues. Hang on. So it says, move the D's to any other atoll to destroy the atoll. Return the atoll's token face down to the token pile. Place the destroyed atoll out of the game. Your turn is over. So that's it. So I'm going to go destroy this atoll. Because smokers attacked. Smokers attacked it. It's gone. Oh, my so goodness. Unless atoll. That can go in the discard pile. Oh, my We've goodness. We've already lost an atoll right off the bat. Oh, oh. That's bad. I don't know if I can handle the it's stress. It's really bad. If only I have the courage of the mariner. And this, that's like the game, too. The Ds did destroy atolls. Hey. Everything in this game so far is straight out of the movie. The smokers went out, and they killed. They killed pillaged, everybody. They pillaged. Hey, I'll be honest with you. I don't think we're going to finish this game in time. That's okay. We're just trying to get a taste. That's all. I, I, I'm going to want to finish, though. Three. We don't have to though. We don't have, I don't have hey, to use three. Flip the disc over, see what you get. Mike has rolled a three. Landed on He's landed on his first atoll. He's torn the atoll apart. I'm trying to get it. He gets rope. I get rope. All right, so a card match. If the token is for Trimaran supplies, guns, rubber, and Ola, take the matching card from the draw pile. Okay. Leave the token face up on the atoll with your pawn on top. Your turn is over. So now we know that one has rope. So if I need rope, I'm going to head to that one. You know another uh, game that has rope as a card? Clue. You got it, buddy. I knew it. You got it. So that's it. Your turn's over. Okay. Yours worked out better than mine did. It sure did. It worked out way better. I but I did send the D's over to where you are. I didn't kill out a whole civilization. I sent the wipe D's out to you. Civilization. All right. Let's see what I got. I got one. I'm going nowhere. I can already tell you, I'm going to lose this game. Keep rolling like that. You will. Five. Man, you're killing it with the oh, rolls. Oh, I'm crazy with it. One, two, three, four. You don't remember, you don't have to use your whole rolls. So you don't have to jump around like that. Oh, man. Smokers attack. Oh, crap. Oh, boy. Crap. Kay. Take that out. Mix it around. So you can mix that one token back in there, too. Oh, I can? I'm yeah. going to mix this in? Yeah. There. Now this one. Oh, no. Take that back. It's got to be face down. Okay. So now, two smokers attack? 
That's a lot of a, there's a lot of attack. So now you send the bees to another atoll and destroy it. No, it was, yeah, it was that one. Okay, so now you send it to a different atoll. How do you find it. out which one it goes Doesn't to? Doesn't matter. You go to whichever one you want. It was the closest it. one here. It's gone. So that's gone. So this guy comes off of this. We're oh down, we're boy. down to ten atolls. Oh boy. It's not looking good for a water world. Where's no. your sh oh your ship needs to be right here. Nothing's your free ship. in a water world. Your ship's gotta go right here. All right. I got four this time, so at least I got onto something. Did I tell One, you that two, my obsession went to um you know there's the logo it's of Walker's Attack <sighs> Your obsession went to what? You know there's the Waterworld logo that had the the picture of the mariner, it's on the front of this box here. Which I believe was used on all the toy packaging. See that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I recreated this. I drew this on the computer in uh, the paint program. This was before Wacom, wow. before Wacom tablets, before um, Photoshop. It was just the paint program. I drew this whole thing with, with the mouse. You're crazy. There weren't even layers. <laughs> I had to... I had to just keep inside the lines and put the color in the right spots. That's rough, man. It was rough. That's rough. I'd oh, love to see that. But what was going to happen with my with my fan fiction if I didn't have the, the artwork to go with it? i got to be honest. You just made a big mistake on this game. What did I do? You destroyed an atoll close to you. Well, it's not close to my ship. But it's on your half of the board. Yeah. I've got all my atolls still. I can go wherever I want. That's true, but it takes you a while. Nah, I'm going to really be rolling good numbers. All right, cool. I promise you. Oh, I pro I believe. I believe you are. Did you just go? I just went and I destroyed an atoll. You destroyed another atoll on my side. I got a smoker's attack. There were two smokers attack right over here. Six. What I tell you, as high as I can go. Can't get anywhere though. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, well I'm now close. you're my atolls. I'm close, buddy. I got a six. I don't play when it comes to Waterworld, the board game. One, two, three, four, five. I'm gonna go to that one. Good Please don't be smoker's Good attack. choice. Anola. I got Anola. Okay. So I get an Anola card. Good for you. Hmm. Good job. All right. Together we can save a water world. That's uh one. You can't even get to one. You're not even on oh, one. Oh one. Alright, I'm I'm rolling again. Now I've got four cards. So my fifth card I've got to trade. Oh, you can't have more than four cards? You can't. I see. I got guns, so I have to trade my card for a card that says guns. Trade what card? You get to pick whatever I card? pick one of my cards and trade it out. Oh, very nice. One again and just what Oh, need. you're on it. I'm on it. Flip, flip what, it. Please don't be smokers attack. Guns. Oh. Get a guns card. Oh. Okay, I got to trade one of my cards. For guns card. Yeah. Okay, I need the boat okay. with the sails. Got the boat with the sails. I guess so. Put my sails on. You're going for it. I'm going for it. So that means I get both die now. And why? And why are you going for it now? Because well, I'm going fast. Yeah, but what's what's turned the tides for you? Do you four have four cards, buddy? Do you have all four? I might. Well, I'll tell you that I do. So do I. Oh my gosh, I just got all four. It's a race. It's a race to the D's. It's a race to the D's. Six. That's not a good start. 
All right. Are you put your sails on. I'm, yeah. Put your sails on. Go for broke. So what happens if we both let hit each other? That means we both lose our sails. Or only the person that that hits their turn loses their sails. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that means. They they splurge for yeah, two. If the opponent ends a move on your pawn, you must... No, that's not it. Three. When an opponent ends a move on your pawn, you lose your sails. Okay, so yeah. So if you land on me, I lose mine. If I land on you, you lose yours. Okay. I'm heading to the D's, though. They splurge for two sets of dice for this game. Yeah. Yeah. Two red and two white. Yeah. I got eight. And the splurge on anything else, though. I'm, I'm fighting the D's. Oh. I'm fighting okay. the D's, man. I'm, I'm the D's this now. This is it. You're the D's, and I'm me. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. You know this at the same time? I guess so, sure. Okay. Make it oh, interesting. Please be good to me. Please be good to me. Please be good to me. Daddy needs a new tank of oil. I got six. You got five. Oh. I got the compass. Crap. Okay. Oh, okay. Boy. Okay. I'll keep my sails on. Okay. You're up. Okay. Pressure's on right now. Pressure is really on. Six. One, two, three, four, five, I'm all the way over there. I'm not. I'm not going to win this game. I can tell. <laughs> this is tough. It's I got to get something real good. Because you, if you get me, oh, that's it. Oh man. Tensions are building. Uh, I got found dry land. I'm on A8. You found dry. You found dry, dry land. A8. Oh. A8. It's over. That roll of eleven saved me. Dry land was not as exciting. I as found I, dry as land I and I got game. all four. Guns, trimaran supplies, rope, and ola. Wow. You know that's actually that's kind of fun. It's actually kind of a fun game. That's not bad. I'm sure it wasn't interesting at all to people listening. No. But why do we do this stuff to each I don't know why we do this stuff to people. You know, they were probably sitting on the edge of their seats wondering who was going to win a water world. That did not take long at all to play. That was like a 12-minute game. That's okay. We're not playing. We're not going to go. We're not going to do it again. Not here. I got to be honest. I kind of enjoyed the game, though. I had fun. It was pretty fun playing board games. It was, it was more fun than I have had in a long time. Yeah. Playing water world the game. <laughs> Since you've never played water world the game. Um, okay, so what do you think about the water world board game? You know, I don't think it lives up to the movie. It doesn't. Enough, but the the board is kind of nice looking. It doesn't nice. have anything specific. It's Here's very the, the cities under the water. Underwater cities with sharks uh, swimming around in them. And you know, the pieces I would like some nice uh, cast metal tokens like Yeah, like, I would have that's the thing it's missing here is that all of the game pieces are cardboard yeah. on things. Yeah. I would have liked the Trimeran to be, and when I read the instructions, I expect the Trimeran to be like a plastic piece. Yeah. One with sails, one without. I would too. So that would have been better than having just all cardboard. I don't mind the Atolls being cardboard, um, but the D's, It makes a nice table for your pieces to set on top of. Yeah. Maybe D's, maybe there's somebody out there on Etsy who's made nice oh, Waterworld board game pieces. <laughs> Supplements for the Waterworld board game. Yeah. Um, the things I like about this game is that it incorporates a lot of stuff in the movie... Yeah. Into like things that you do in the game, as like the atoll getting attacked yeah. by the D's, and having to go to the D's to get the map. Um, really, this was a an inexpensive way for them to kind of hurry a product out, probably, 
and they probably already had the format of the game. Yeah, I wonder if this does yeah. borrow some some other. I'm sure it game. does, but um, you know, it's it's adequate. And like like you said, it only took 12 minutes, so you can. It's not like Monopoly where you're like, oh, do we want to get? We really want to get into this. Yeah, it's gonna be all stinking day. But yeah, I would I would just like a little bit more visual, a uh, little characterization, you know, um, something like that. Could be a could be a Trimaran. Yeah, you know. Have, you should have like a Trimaran. You should have a Trimaran and then a jet ski, like one of the smoker jet skis. Yeah, they could have incorporated that into it more. Although, like a little bit I more understand or whatever. <clears throat> the, the sail thing and the speed, but... You the could, sail thing and speed was... That's clever. Could work out. That you was two that's die. Pretty, that's, that's, pretty that's pretty cool. And then when you get attacked by somebody else, you lose your sails. And that's, that's hey, pretty neat. It's fair. I, I enjoyed that game. Not bad. All this time it's been sitting there, I would have played that. I was... I was turning my nose up at that game for years, but I couldn't get rid of it. Yeah, and now you'll never get rid of it. I'll take it home. Maybe I'll make Amy play it with me. Now that you're an expert at it. Yeah. Yeah. You can pretend like you're a novice, like you've never played it before. She will. But in reality, you've already suffered your first defeat, and you've learned from your mistakes. True. Moving forward, you'll be unbeatable. She's not going to like this. No, she won't. All right, well, what do you guys think about Waterworld? Did you enjoy the movie? Did you enjoy the action figure line? Did you enjoy the, the board game that we just played? Did you play the video game? What all systems was the video game on? I don't even remember a video game being we out for it. it I know day. we, I know we did, and I know we talked about the atoll that I built out of styrofoam. Video game, yeah, and boats. I never had the trimaran and, and the little strawberry crates, right? Yes, but I yeah. did. I did make a boat for the mariner out of uh, a speaker styrofoam packing, shaped kind of like a boat. Oh. I put net across netting across the middle of it because nice. there's a hole. It's just like the movie. Just like the movie. It's really nice. Man, Virtual Boy, Super NES, Genesis, Saturn. Oh, the Saturn version was canceled. Mm. Um, let's see. Oh, listen to this. So Virtual Boy, it, it came out. Water World uses red and black color scheme, which has got to be horrible. Uh, an optical trick that uses a simulated 3D effect. The Virtual Boy edition supports up to nine players, which means nine people have to have Virtual Boys. And then want to play Waterworld the game. If they want to play Waterworld the game together. That's crazy. It was the 90s. They they probably thought, you know, maybe people want to get together for this. And here's why we don't remember it. Because other than Virtual Boy, nothing come, came out here. So the Super NES version was released in 1995 in Europe. It was only released in PAL territories. But an NTSC version had been scheduled to release in December 95. It was given a lengthy review in that month's issue of Nintendo Power. The game was played from an overhead isometric perspective, yada, 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 but it wasn't released here. A Sega Genesis port of the Super NES version uh, was planned for release in Europe. It was never distributed. A complete version of the game was eventually leaked on the internet. Okay. And then the Sega Saturn version was canceled. So we didn't have a... Never got Other than the Virtual Boy yeah. release, there was nothing over here. That makes sense. Because you, you would have played it. I would have had, had to go get the yeah. system and played it. Because there was nothing much for me. I can tell you right now, I'm going to buy a Mariner figure after this episode. I know you are. I'm listening to this. I know you are. Movie. I'm I, buying them. I would like to get a carded one myself. Because yeah, I'm going to go yeah. online and I'm going to buy us each one. Yeah. We're both have Mariners. We both have Mariners. And then okay. we can have the sequel to Mariner. You know? That, Mariner make, 2. Make the sequel. The figures. Waterworld 2. Because we'll have two figures. Waterworld 2. Mostly yeah. water. I want to try Mariner 2. I wanna, I'm going to buy the whole line. Oh. I'm just going to buy the whole line. <laughs> <laughs> Trimaran would be awesome. Trimaran would be awesome. I, Did you ever have one open? No, I I've seen it open. Yeah, I never had I never had one personally. 
We had one at the shop. That's right. It had wheels on the bottom. Yeah. So it couldn't float. Come on, man. You, like, you know what I put in my tub? Yeah, it's a water world. It's a water world. I guess they wanted you to be able to play with it all the time. They want kids to be able to... the wheels off, though. You can play with it outside. You can scoot it across the you carpet. You can scoot it across the carpet. Or across a hardwood floor. No problem. Yeah. Um, but that was that was a pretty awesome toy. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I, the only thing I would have liked to see that I didn't get was uh, an Atoll playset. Was it? Weren't they playing in that? It was kind of like the Jurassic Park compound. It was like a... I think there was a prototype or something floating oh, around. Oh, yeah. That, I think it was set. maybe in a Kenner catalog. Yeah. Maybe? I could be wrong about that, but that sticks in my head. And an Enola figure would have been something because she was kind of the the main... Um, not the main character, but she very prominent role there. But everything else was... It was a pretty good line. It was a fun line. Yeah. Um, well... Okay. Is that it? Is that all you have to say about a world of worlds? I could. I, there are probably other things I could say about it, but I said all the main things I like. You said everything it. you wanted to say. All in all, it has some. It has some flaws, and yeah. there's a part of, I think, during an explosion when he's coming back up from the he he bungee jumps at the end. Mm-hmm. That part I, I meant to talk about this. Yeah. That part's silly. That's silly. Because okay, so this is the end of the film. Enola's in the water. And Deacon and two smokers are heading there on jet skis to, like, kill her, basically. They're all driving right at her to capture her or whatever they're going to do. They're in the dirigible above the, in the sky. Yeah. The Mariner's up there and Helen's up there. Um, and the Mariner grabs a rope and ties around his leg and then jumps off. And it turns into, like, a bungee jump where he's got just enough rope yeah. that it stretches out for him to grab her and then it bounces him yeah, all the way back, back up. up to the ship. In reality, it would have just yanked his foot right off, it and he would have his leg. And he, he <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, if it, maybe okay, maybe it was bungee rope that it was happened to be up there. But how do you know it's the exact right amount? Yeah, to make this jump and it to pull you back up to exactly yeah. where you need to be. It was a silly ending. It was not. Yeah. I would have much rather than done anything else. Maybe have him jump in the water and pull her down under the water because she knows how to swim now. Yeah, uh, he and had, let them crash. He had rescued her. Already, at least a couple times, but he already rescued her from the D's. You could really cut out like, that whole sequence. That five minutes of mm-hmm. sequence where Deacon comes back up from the water and grabs her. Cut that whole thing out and just get to where they, they yeah. find dry land and you'd have been fine. Yeah, because they'd already had a good ending with him in the, the plane and him hooking onto the plane and the plane crashing and all that stuff. Yeah. Where then just leaving the D's would have been fine with me. Having him come out of the water and that crash yeah. and all that stuff was like, okay, this is... This now looks silly. Now you've done something silly at the end. Uh, yeah. And I do like him giving the last drip of water to her. They're in the dirigible and he's yeah. got that last bit of water and he wipes it on her lips instead of taking it for himself. Uh, well, nothing's free in a water world. Nothing I will say it's a pretty well-rounded experience, water world is. Yeah. It's a fun movie to watch and the toy line that went with it was good. A lot of times there's a good movie to watch and the toy line is awful. Or they don't have a toy line. They don't have a toy line or at all. Or you have a great toy line with a, for a crappy movie. Yeah. It's not often that it's kind of both work well. This one, because because it got panned so much, I think critics did pan it yeah. largely. Um, I don't know, maybe unfairly. I I know that it, I had not you know I had a like for it when I was a kid, but you just watched it and it 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 really is pretty solid. It is. It's it's not it's not the greatest movie. It's not. It has flaws. It, I think you probably could have trimmed 20 minutes off of it. 
and and have it be a better movie. But what it does have to offer is it's really pretty solid, and yeah. there hasn't been anything attempted like it. No, since. not since really. Well, th- I think that too. I think that standards for an enjoyable movie are going getting lower and lower and lower. And this movie, compared to like I said earlier, compared to a lot of the current films, they get a lot of positive feedback, and a lot of people see them, and they make a lot of money. It's like, well, this is a better movie than that movie, or this is more enjoyable than that movie. And it's in part because it's mostly all practical things. They built everything on, you know, they built everything. Everything's in the movies. It's all really there. there. And um, and you can appreciate that instead of kind of just throwing out like yeah we had a we had a team of nerds sitting at the you know it's, generating it's a CGI movie yeah it's, you've got like a couple um, real people in the green room the entire movie but uh, I think the acting really car- carries at. it home I, For I, sure. I definitely good supporting cast everybody in the supporting cast is did a great job I think. As far as acting goes, it's it's up there for Kevin Costner's performance. Um, he's very hands on with everything. He's comes across as very capable, yeah, and um, just very sure of himself and what he has to do with every. He understands mechanics and everything that happens in the movie on the boat or the atoll, um, and it just there's a seriousness there there to his performance where he took it seriously enough to where he, it's kind of an absurd idea yeah. or premise or it's a silly sci-fi movie and it really has some meat to it because of that. So if you haven't watched it in a while or, or, uh, never seen it or you just, you know, it sticks out in your mind as being this, Oh, isn't that the movie that isn't tanked? That the, movie is the, the biggest bomb in history? Isn't that the biggest bomb in history? Yeah. Give it a it, chance first. It is the biggest bomb in history, yeah, but, but that, it doesn't deserve to be. That means that you can go out and find the DVD probably for a buck on Amazon yeah. and give it a shot. Give yourself a couple hours. And just enjoy Waterworld. Fix a popcorn. Fix a popcorn. Fix some of your favorite raw seaweed snacks. Yeah. Eat some raw fish. Yeah. Hey. Why not? Have a good time. Get real dirty and grimy Love before you eat. And eat with your hands. Yeah. And enjoy a water world. That's the best way to do uh, it. I will the say best experience. There's one. Drink some seawater. Yeah. Why not? I have one other minor complaint I just thought of. What's that? It's when at the begin towards the beginning, when the battle's happening at the atoll, he jumps in the water and you know he's got webbed feet. Yeah. So he does kind of a dolphin. He moves swim. like a dolphin thing, which wouldn't really help with the web feet, would it? And it well, he does it as like a power move that he shoots up out of the water, but he doesn't do it any other time in the movie. So it almost yeah. seems like it's an idea that they had. They tried it, and like you said, he just said, "Well, just uh, let's we'll leave it, but with no more, no more of that. We're not going to do, do that anymore." anymore. And I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, because I'm, that, I'm it too. looked silly when he did the water. It was kind of silly. And I'm like, you know, webbed feet wouldn't really help with that thing he's doing. This movement he's doing. Yeah. It happens real quick, but yeah, I remember that now. I'm glad he didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. But that was weird. All right. Good stuff. So experience water world, leave a comment, facebook.com slash action features, do it on actionfeatures.net, do it on iTunes, whatever you want to do. Um, Tell your friends about it. You know, we told you we're going to do some themed episodes and they may not be ones that you expect or the ones that are, you know, a, a common thing to talk about a movie series or something like that. I'd almost prefer to have a little bit of a mix of some oddities. I mean, I, I love talking about movies that I, here's ones you don't. Yeah. Waterworld is probably one you didn't expect. That you, you didn't know, know, you didn't know what's happening. It, it's a bonus. That's what we're going to do. It's a bonus. We're going to do that sometimes. So, uh, next week we'll probably do, or next time we record, we'll probably do more traditional catch up on current events thing. And I think by that, that point we can talk about in game in depth. Even if you haven't seen it, I can still kind of talk fill you in 
on what happened in the movie. Um, yeah. Okay. So is that it? That's it, man. All right. Signing off on this one. See you guys next time. Thank you.